tune in, tone up. Your one-stop shop for guitar tricks, tips, techniques and advice. With me, Gary Shilliday, and my own excellent teacher, Dan Davis. Hey everybody, this is Gary from Brighton in the UK, and you're listening to the Tune In Tone Up podcast for people who love to learn about the guitar and want to become better players. Coming up, we've got a great follow-up episode on our last few lessons in which we look at some great ideas and ways to break out of the pentatonic box. Before we get stuck into the show proper though, we have a really exciting announcement which we count as a fantastic validation and endorsement of what we do. This episode, and all our episodes from now until Christmas, are going to be sponsored by the brilliant Truefire. Truefire is an online guitar lessons platform with over 50,000 lessons. Loads of techniques, loads of genres, and it's got some of the best players delivering courses. Teachers like Andy Timmons, Andy Woods, Tommy Emmanuel, Robin Ford, Ariel Posen, and the list of players goes on and on and on. There are also loads of jamming tracks and in the jams, where you have complete control over a jamming track and can join in in whatever part you want with great players who've produced an amazing track. If you click the link in the description or on our website, you will get 14 days free trial. And this is without payment information to sign up. Truefire are so confident in their product that they think you'll want to sign up after 14 days. And if that doesn't make you want to give it a shot, I'm not sure what will. There's nothing to lose. Only knowledge to gain. So click the link in the description and thank you to Truefire for sponsoring our podcast.
top stuff. Thank you, Dan. That's excellent. No worries. So we're using uh, one of Truefire's Andy Timmons backing tracks there. Yeah, thank you, Truefire, and thank you, Andy Timmons. That's a great backing track. Absolutely. Andy Timmons is a guy, I don't know how, how long ago he came to your consciousness, but I've known of this guy for absolutely years. Yep. I mean, I, I actually remember, I'll tell you how I first heard of him. I used to be an avid reader of Guitarist magazine. And when I lived at home with my parents, which was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I mean, I, I left home in, what, 97? I used to buy it every month. Yeah. And it came with a CD. You know, this is before Spotify and iTunes. And one time they featured a track from him called Carpe Diem. Oh, yeah. And I thought, sounds, well, that's... I think you played that to me before, actually. Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty mean playing right there. Mm. And then I heard another track later on in isolation, I think it was called A Night to Remember. Right. And I just fell in love with that track. I just think it's just some outstanding guitar work. He's yeah. got this great way of building the tension and building right. the excitement and going from a real whisper to a scream. You know, this is an ability, this is a skill that's learned over time. It's, it's one of those sort of finer points of guitar playing. He's extremely humble, actually, because um, the In The Jams we're looking at, we were looking at an In The Jam, so it's a, ja a backing track by Andy Timmons, um, where he's got, uh, you've got control over the track, you've got master volume, lead guitar, rhythm guitar, bass, drums. Then there's, is that a click? You can put the click on and off. You've also then got a lead analysis so that's currently muted. Yeah, and he gives you a, a kind of a walkthrough of what he's done. It's you know, brilliant. I mean, I'm a terror. I just want to, just want to play. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you can, if that's what you want to do. I know, I really enjoyed you can, that. You can just have a jam and just play over these tracks. That's that's why it's called In The Jam. But it's good as well to, to get something from it and to hear why somebody's playing what they are. You know, what their note choices are, why they why they're going to do the certain things that they're doing, and that's all on here. You know, I can't give away too much because you need to sign up to Truefire to find out for yourself. Yeah, that's you right. Now. Yeah, just um, use the links in our description, and you'll be keeping us going as well. That's right. So I mean, to, very to much. explain, to just explain to you how easy it is to go from like just signing up to getting a lesson going. I've just been on Truefire's website. Literally five minutes or less before this podcast started, and I've downloaded this. Like Gary's gone, download this. Yeah, I sorted it out at the checkout. Here we are. We've downloaded a track and we've already started. This, That's um, how straightforward this it is. This in the jams is also currently ten dollars. Ten dollars, people. Yeah, and you've got. That's not uh, even ten UK tracks? pounds. How many tracks have we got on there? Six million, six million, six million amazing track. Possibly ten. Let's have a listen to how Andy Timmons plays. So let's unmute his lead and hear again. So you're listening to the same track. This I don't know what he's going to do on it. Maybe he's. The video we're currently looking at is a muted analysis video. So, if you want to see him actually soloing, you need to switch the other video on. Uh, obviously, our listeners can't see that anyway, so it doesn't really matter too much. There we go, I've just switched it over. 
Now we've got, uh, we, we're, we're looking at his left hand, his right hands, and uh, the whole package. Such a melodic player, isn't he? He certainly is. It gets a bit warmed up. It's probably worth checking checking one yeah, of those. Move, let's move it along move towards it along. the end, maybe, where he starts. To, I'm sure he starts getting jiggy with it. Well, maybe we'll have a listen to his analysis. There's a guitar about, about to be burnt, and it's round my neck. <laughs> Chuck, um, just briefly, so our listeners get an indication of you know, what the package mm -hmm. is. Put the lead analysis on yeah, to an okay. exciting bit, possibly. We might need uh, to change the volumes. You have to unmute the uh, analysis one. Uh, the, uh, you, you need to un unmute the... Uh, that's oh. it. And you probably lower down the track volume. Dan's just mucking about with uh, the, the track there. You can pull the master a bit down on the left. I'm playing most of these just one take, taking up with research. This is sex. You do not be afraid to make mistakes. Uh, what he said there was really, really interesting. He said, because you probably didn't come across, you need to play with it a little bit more yeah, than I did there yeah. to, to get it just balanced. To get the balances you. right, yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, leave it there for a minute. He, he said, this is a one-take jam. He said, I made mistakes. He said, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. You know, that's he's how a, you learn. He's a humble man. I always say to people... You know, when you're jamming at home, when you're playing at home, maybe when you're doing what your guitar tutor has set you, or you're learning a new song, it's fine to make mistakes. It's not a performance. You're not there to kind of impress everybody with your guitar fretboard wizardry. You're just right. there to play yeah. and to get things right, and that's a good place to get it right. Don't be afraid to make mistakes in the rehearsal room, but that doesn't mean don't go in prepared. Yeah, but you know, be in a position where you can try things, play around with the song, see what works, see what doesn't work. Yeah, sure, sure. What matters when it comes to the performance is when you come to the live show, try and know exactly what you're doing, or have enough yeah in your tool bag to be able to reach in and uh, and have enough usable stuff that you can kind of spread over a number of different solos or whatever. Yeah, you know, so you're, you know, if you're if you're going to play, at least sort of keep it so it's still making sense and it's still sounding good. Yeah, even if you are going to leave a little room for improvisation. Right. But yeah. don't worry about making mistakes at home. At the end of the day, that's the, the very place to make them. A lot of people apologise to me when they get things wrong, as a guitar shooter. Mm. Oh, sorry. 
It's like, don't worry, you know. Yeah. It's that's the whole point of giving you something to work on, something that you've got to kind of move to and aspire to and reach for, not yeah. something that you know. It's not a target. What's the point of having a target that you're going to hit every single day? You yeah. have to work up to that point where you hit it. I mean, our listeners can like look at me. I'm, I'm chucking stuff out there that with plenty of mistakes each week, and I'm not, I'm not a top class player by any length of the imagination. Barely a weekend warrior. So you know, and I'm chucking stuff out there on the World Wide Web all the time. It's, uh, it's all good fun. Yeah, it's all good fun. Should we have another play over it? I want to have another play over it, but I want to have it a play over it with a, a bit of a constructive bent. Yeah, okay. As it were. What I want people to be encouraged to maybe try with this track is to know that there needs to be light and shade. Yeah. Now, I tell you right now, I'm I'm helping a young band rehearse. These four guys, three or four weeks ago, had never met. Right. And they're now just about to take the plunge and do their first proper performance. One's not really been having electric guitar lessons doing anything remotely like what we've been doing the drum yeah. the drummer is like animal from the muppets <laughs> and he's you know he's a powerhouse yeah the bass players are the quiet one but actually very steady and stable and playing what's needed but what's been quite hard is is not getting the oomph into it like you might think it's been getting the light and shade into it dynamics yeah yeah i found that when i was working with uh with kids doing uh, the Battle of the Bands thing I did at school. Mm. I found, like, you'd say, we need a bit of dynamics here, we need a bit of quiet, and then you'd come back a bit later, and uh, they hadn't really uh, grasped that. <laughs> and you had to keep plugging it, yeah. We did a gig on Saturday night, and it was funny. It was fun. Yeah. It was a hell of a lot of fun. But we, I don't know, it was a little bit, I don't know for whatever reason why it was... It was maybe not didn't have quite the finesse of some of the other gigs we've played. It wasn't like terrible, right? Because every every player in that band knows what they're doing. But it's like full house was it? Yeah, it was full yeah. house. But like Johnny the drummer said, yeah, it was good fun. He said, he said he said some of the other gigs we've done, we we had a bit more finesse about us. I think part of it was with the other guitarist who sings a lot, Alex. He was not very well, and he was playing guitar. And he couldn't sing too many songs, so I had to write a set list that was biased towards me. Yeah. And what I could sing. And, of course, then you end up maybe with songs you haven't done in a little while, or yeah. could be a number of different things. But finesse in your playing, that's, I guess, where it all starts. Try having a motif. Okay. Now, yeah. people find this really hard when they're improvising. I've noticed that to have a repeated motif... The reason is that if you have something repeated, it sort of gives the sense of you know where you're going, you know what you're doing, and yeah. you, you can have something that sounds really nice and can be played in several different ways. Take a song like For the Love of God by Steve Vai. He starts off with no vibrato. Yeah. Then there's a little bit of vibrato. Yeah. Then there's a bit more. By the end of the track, he's got the same melody and he's wringing the neck on the guitar. Like he's trying to strangle someone about to kill his mother or something. Um, yeah, it's kind of two extremes. It's amazing how he feels in all the light and shade in between. Yeah. But starting with a motif, a motif that maybe you can manipulate, and nice notes. Guthrie Govan once said, every note in the scale that works over something 
even the notes which are maybe considered the bad notes out of the 12 notes that you might play over what you're playing. Yeah. You've got 12 in a octave. He said each one has a special quality. Yeah. Whether it's very, very dissonant, discordant, or whether it's actually very strident. Yeah. You know, whether it's something like the minor or major third, which really tells you the chord which you're playing, the type of chord. So, yeah, every every single note has a, a special quality. It may not always be the most melodic quality, but it's got a quality nevertheless. And we want to really kind of pick notes which have the quality that we want to convey. I've talked to people as well about how you play needs to be sympathetic to what you're playing. I think yeah. I said this last time. Here we've got a melody... Yeah. A corn, a very melodic backing track, and so we can play a melody over that, but then it builds up. Yeah. So do okay. you want to start so that we reverse the bits that we yeah, get? Yeah, okay. Brilliant. So yeah. I'll get the faster bits this time until the end, yeah. and you'll get the slower, moody bits. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No moody worries. Moody broody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
Stay tuned for more episodes, jams, improvisation ideas and well-informed thoughts about amps, pedals and guitar tone. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud or see our website on tunein-toneup.com. Here you'll find show notes, tabs and further research and resources. It's also a good place to get in touch. We hope you're finding these lessons as interesting and as useful as I do and if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. Yeah.